Welcome to Just Another Show. Thanks for tuning in. Your hosts today are myself, George, and Carrick. Say hello, everybody. What's up? What's up, my melanated niggas? Oh. <laughs> um, for those who are actually melanated, um, I guess salute to the if you if you if you white and still listen to this podcast at this point, salute Shut to you. You you you've earned it. <laughs> you you definitely uh stuck out through some of the more interesting things that have been said on this podcast about our colorless counterparts. I guess they're not colorless, right? Because they're white. Why is it colorless? They're just colorless, that's all. Oh, wow. Huh? Huh? I didn't say nothing about white people not having souls. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, I guess we can start with um, how everyone's week's been. Uh, George, you went last last time, so you can get you get to go first. How was your week? Been all right, you know. Same bullshit, different week. But at least bullshit is uh, Black History Month. The bullshit is Black History Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullshit is happen on Black History. At least this ain't a white man month. It's our one month we get to being niggas. We'll get into a little bit of Black History Month a little bit later with the Black History Month moment regarding. Uh, Black Wall Street, but um, Jade, how was how was your week? Well, my week's been pretty good, you know. A couple bumps in the road, but nothing too too crazy. Just living life the gangster way, you know. Mm-hmm. What was that? Gangster, you. I needed that in my life. Very disrespectful. Uh, for me, uh, week's been all right. Um, we're recording this on a Tuesday, so I guess not much has really, not much has really happened. Uh, I did out of the four interviews that I had last week. I think that was last week, or the week before. Um, two of them got back. One of them wants to have a panel interview and the other one uh declined. So Man, fuck them uh, Yeah. So Mary had Why do people keep saying that? <laughs> Where does that come from? I'm not sure. I've heard it too many <laughs> places to know the origin. I, I have no idea why people just keep saying that. I, I don't I don't get what the like where the money resides guy he said it i don't know if he started it but i know mm. that he said it that makes sense if he, that, that would that would make sense but um outside of that um yeah just chilling just chilling so um before we get into the rona numbers and the vaccine progress i wanted to uh like george said it is uh black history month specifically it is the second we are recording this podcast um tuesday night second of february and I figured it'd be cool. I saw um, on this Instagram site that I like to follow in regards to things that happened uh, in regards to um, humanity, really. <laughs> uh, the Change Instagram account, so that's C-H-N-G-E. Uh, they post a lot of really cool things and uh, educational pieces as well as like 
places that you can support and foundations and things of that nature. And they have a post, an educational post about uh, Black Wall Street. Uh, so I'm just going to read two slides out of the, I think, seven that they have here. Uh, and it's really the first two to just kind of give everyone, if you don't know about Black Wall Street, one, watch uh, the Watchmen series on HBO. Uh, if you don't have HBO, bootleg it. Um, phenomenal series. Uh, and then also, um, you can listen to this and then Google. Um, there's a whole bunch of books and all kinds of other things that you can look into in regards to Black Wall Street. So uh, Greenwood is a historic freedom colony in Tulsa, Oklahoma, as one of the most prominent concentrations of African-American businesses in the United States during the early 20th century. It was popularly known as America's Black Wall Street. It was burned to the ground in the Tulsa Race Massacre of 1921, in which white residents massacred as many as 300 Black residents, injuring hundreds more and leaving 5,000 people homeless. Uh, just to give the context, um, it was one of the most commercially successful and affluent majority African-American communities in the United States at the time. Many Americans, including African-Americans, had moved to Oklahoma in hopes of gaining a shot at quick economic gains through the mining and oil industries. That I didn't know. That, that's where that source of income came from, mining and oil industries. Um, on Black Wall Street, there were African-American attorneys, real, real estate agents, entrepreneurs, doctors who offered their services in the neighborhood. Uh, some numbers about how many different things were happening in Black Wall Street and Greenwood. 600 businesses were there, 21 churches were there, 21 restaurants, 30 grocery stores, two movie theaters, six private airplanes, and a hospital. That's all of the, the different um, channels of income uh, and places that were in this one district. Uh, and you know, if you want to know more about it, I won't go through this whole thing, but if you want to know more about it, definitely Google it. I think they should make a movie about it because I think it would be pretty cool. Like a, Watchmen does a great, a, a decent job mixing monsters and magic and all kinds of other shit too. But, um, yeah. So that's Black Wall Street. And uh, White Man burned it down, man. Niggas, uh, they just could not, they couldn't stand it. Uh, they, the, 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 the money in, in Black Wall Street would start, would, would circulate that community like 30 times over. Um, to put that in perspective, I think the dollar now does not circulate the Black community, the Black community more than like three or four times before it jumps out of it. Um, so it, it's definitely decreased since then. I don't think it's that much. Huh? I don't even think it's that much. Yeah, it's really it's really low. It doesn't take much. <laughs> um, it's really low. Um, but yeah, man, um, that was that was our little community. So that was just a little snippet of of Black Wall Street. Any anything that I may have missed on the importance of the Greenwood District. I would say, I guess, um, after like the the massacre, not only were people left 
homeless, but a lot of the families literally stayed in their like plots of land for like weeks to months in like tents waiting to get like monies that were promised to them or like some type of way to start over and Mm. just waiting and they never got it unfortunately because you know America I didn't know that I didn't know that either yeah Um, and eventually you know of course people had to leave because they had nothing and then banks and um, other businesses were able to come and buy up the land because technically it belonged to nobody Mm. whole bunch more Black History Moment, uh, Black Wall Street, Greenwood District in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, Switching gears, uh, fast forward to the coronavirus, um, ever present. Uh, And just going through the numbers, this is coming from John Hopkins University. And right now, uh, the global confirmed cases of COVID-19, the count is 103 0.8 million confirmed cases of COVID-19 across the world. Uh, The U.S. is leading the charge with uh, 26.4 million confirmed cases of COVID-19. India has 10.7 confirmed cases of COVID-19. Brazil has 9.2 confirmed cases of COVID-19. The United Kingdom has 3.8. That dip is crazy. has 3.8 a million confirmed cases of COVID-19, and Russia has also 3.8 confirmed cases of COVID-19. The difference between the United Kingdom and Russia is about 20,000 cases. Uh, So, and the global deaths, we are at 2.2 million uh, global global deaths uh, due to COVID-19, and the U.S. is also uh, in the lead in that regard with 446,000 uh, deaths due to COVID-19. We are approaching the half a million dead due to COVID-19 or complications from COVID-19, I guess you could say. So that's wild. Uh, for the states, California is still in the lead. Um by a long shot, uh, 3.3 million confirmed cases of COVID-19 in California. Texas is in second with 2.4 million. Florida is in third with 1.7 million. New York is in fourth with 1.4 million. Illinois is in fifth with 1.1 million. Georgia is in sixth with 917,000. Uh, fun fact, Gwinnett County, where I live, uh, has the highest rate. What was it? has the highest rate of COVID-19, highest surge of COVID-19 in Georgia right now, I think. I don't know how the fuck that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get this directly from the AJC. I just saw it. But yes, Gwinnett County is um, leading the charge with the rate of COVID-19. It's kind of wild. Um, what was that? Uh... Greg's not on the podcast today, so I don't think I need to do South Carolina. Is there any other states that y'all want to know about where their position is with COVID-19 before we move on to, like, the vaccine stuff? Me. Cool. Okay. 
uh, on a more positive note, maybe, sort of, uh, the vaccine tracker. Uh, so for the United States, this is coming from the, the CDC, Center, Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. And right now, uh, the total doses distributed, uh, 52.6 million. Um, the total dose, doses administered, 32.7 million. Um, the number of people receiving one or more doses is 26.4 million. And the number of people receiving two doses is 6 million. Um, <clears throat> as far as the two different types of uh, vaccines that are being administered uh, here in the US, uh, one being Pfizer and the other being Moderna, the Pfizer vaccine, uh, 17.6 million doses of that vaccine has been administered. And for Moderna, it's 15, it's 15 uh, million um, doses that have been administered. Uh, so that's where we are in the US. Um, Find. I did kind of sort of find the vaccination tracking for other states uh, around, not states, countries around the world. Um, but it's not in order. <laughs> so uh, this is coming from Google. Oh, wait, can I put it in order? Oh, well, that's interesting. Okay. So around the world, um, the amount of doses that have apparently been given, and again, this is coming from Google, so me with these numbers, uh, 101 million <laughs> doses have been given around the world. Um, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a very high number. Uh, the United States is leading that charge. Um, uh, the United Kingdom is in second place with 10 million, about 10 million doses have been given. Um, Israel is in third with 5 million doses given. India has uh, 3.95 million doses given. The United Arab Emirates uh, has 3.4 million given. Germany has 2.4 uh, million given. So as slow as it's going in the United States, it seems like we are... Uh, further ahead than everywhere else um, as far as how many doses have been administered. Uh, this is also keeping in mind that I believe in Europe there is another vaccine that's going out uh, over there. I know in Jamaica, um, quick tangent, that they're actually going to roll out the Astra, the I think something Astra, Astra vaccine. Astra. Say again, George? The AstraZeneca, I think. Yes. They're going to be using that one in Jamaica. I don't know if the other Caribbean uh, islands are going to follow suit with that one, but um, they should be rolling that out in February at some point. Um, so yeah, that's 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 the vaccine numbers. Any questions, comments in that regard? I will say my my job has decided that we aren't going back to work until like everybody is essentially able to be vaccinated. So we'll see how that turns out for Jade. I mean, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, but like, 
if they try to make me get it a little bit sooner than I'm ready to get it, that might be an issue. Mm. I, uh, yeah, my, my current job has extended work from home until the end of Q2. So if they're, they're projecting July, but obviously projections on, you know, that, who knows, um, one of the jobs that I'm applying for that I'm still in the, in, in the, and the chance of potentially getting uh, is indefinite uh, work from home. Like they don't, we don't, they're not ever going to be in the office again. <laughs> so, that's true. Uh, that's, that would be kind of nice to just not even have to worry about it. Uh, I actually have two jobs like that that I'm in the running for. So hopefully that works out and then I'll never really have to leave my crib. That's, that's nice. Um, and they're doing unlimited PTO. I really hope I really hope it gets the job. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um yeah, okay, so moving on to uh some Georgia things. Uh some sneaky Georgia things uh in regards to uh what certain senators and Republicans in Georgia are apparently trying to do um, in regards to how voting works here in Georgia. Um, This is coming from the AJC uh, and the title of the article is uh, Georgia bills would end no excuse absentee voting and automatic registration. Uh, This was published Yesterday, as in Monday, as in February 1st, uh, Republican state senators introduced a pack of bills Monday to ban automatic voter registration, ballot drop boxes, and no excuse absentee voting in Georgia. The proposals amount to an overhaul of Georgia's election laws after record turnout resulted in wins for Democrats, including Joe Biden's run for president and the bids of John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock for the United States Senate. One measure would prevent voters from being automatically registered to vote when they get their driver's license. Another would ban drop boxes, requiring absentee ballots to be returned through the mail or at county election offices. In addition, a proposal would roll back a state law allowing registered voters to cast an absentee ballot for any reason. Absentee voting would be limited to those over 75 years old Voters with voters with disabilities or anyone required to be absent from his or her precinct. Uh, this is coming from uh, Senate President Pro Tim Butcher Miller, uh, who was a Republican from Gainesville, and I quote: "We've got to restore confidence in the ballot box. When people lose confidence in the ballot box, they immediately lose confidence in their government." Our goal is to be sure every vote is accounted for, accurate, and legal. Um, uh, This is a quote coming from the Senate Minority Leader Gloria Butler, who is a Democrat from Stone Mountain. She says, it's voter suppression. If you restrict access, then people get discouraged and they don't vote, they don't come back. Another quote, we have to make we have to make the argument that it's a good process. People were able to vote and they voted in record numbers. Those numbers, over 1.3 million people cast absentee ballots before the November general election. About a quarter of all votes cast casted. Voters embraced 
absentee voting last year during the coronavirus pandemic as they sought to avoid human contact at in-person polling places. So, um, yeah, these niggas is real, they, they're being real sneaky about, about this shit because I don't think any, I think this kind of slipped past. The only reason why I, I found out about it is because it was tweeted by the AJC and I, I, I follow and have my notifications, my notifications up for them. But I feel like this low key should have made somebody's news station. <laughs> That's kind of wild. Um, it's kind of wild, bro. Not gonna lie. Um, with coronavirus being completely indefinite, uh, that this this sound this looks like a, a, a real setup. So that's yeah, Georgia for you. It sounds like one. Like we don't know. I mean, more than anything, we don't know when this "quote unquote" pandemic is going to, I don't know why I said quote unquote, we don't know when it's going to end. And to say like, oh, we can't use absentee, absentee votes. One is, is going to possibly be unsafe in the future. Two is definitely voter suppression. It's so easy for people, like people don't like going outside anyway. It's so e- easy for people to vote from the comfort of their own home and just like drop it off at a drop box. Like to say that we can't trust that system anymore. What? And we can trust UPS, USPS, FedEx. Cause I just got a package that I ordered like three months ago. Yes. There's no telling what paper mail is going to do. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I've, I've voted by, you know, doing the, the ballot and doing uh, the Dropbox. I've done that. And I also vote in person. That Dropbox shit is kind of crazy. And the absentee voting to be limited to those over 75 years old, that is just blatant. I mean, <laughs> like, that's just, they're, they're real. They're being, they're very in your face with, with this level of, like, suppression. Um, it's kind of wild. So Hopefully is it that they've already happen. gotten rid of it, or is it that they're just like working on a bill to do it now? Um, so the legislation filed Monday is sponsored by several leaders of the state Senate's Republican majority. The bills will likely be considered for the first time in the coming days by subcommittees of the Senate Ethics Committee. That's ironic because there's nothing ethical about any of these fucking things. It's a combination of one, two, three, four five, six, seven, eight bills. Jesus. Um, one, of these, one of these bills is uh, it prohibits new Georgia residents from voting in runoffs. What? <laughs> this shit is crazy, son. <laughs> these niggas these niggas are wild, son. These niggas are wild, bro. <laughs> uh... Bans nonprofit. There's another one. Bans nonprofit organizations from mailing absentee ballot applications to voters. So, um, being able to market all of those things that everyone was, you know, getting getting on everyone's nerves—the text messages, the physical mail, and all this other stuff—which worked, as annoying as it was. You know what I'm saying? Can't really do that no more. Um, you have to have an excuse to vote absentee. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
I have a feeling this is going to be one of those things that they 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 really sneakily just kind of slip all that in there. Nobody's going to really know and figure it out until it's time to vote again and during the midterms. Um, and everyone's going to be like, what the fuck? And it's going to be too late to do anything about it. But we'll see. A whole hot mess. Um, damn, I'm supposed to get that damn article from Publix. Uh, so another thing that's happening, uh, in Georgia is a Publix boycott, apparently. And George, you sent this over. Um, why is this in the Orlando Senator? Sentinel? Uh, I'm trying to find a proper for this. This is coming from the Orlando Sentinel. Where's my phone? I'm trying to get your article off the oh patch. Patch There we go. Okay. So um this is come from, from coming from patch.com and uh the article is Georgian Georgians join in the boycott of Publix. Uh, and this is due to uh, the grocery chain's uh, heiress, Fancili's funding of the rally before the Capitol riot. Uh, and this is something I didn't, I forgot that. Publix was in Florida. I didn't realize that. Um, but yeah, apparently someone related to the top helped finance the rally that uh, preceded insurrection at the Capitol in Washington, D.C. Uh, and while some in Georgia feel moved to join Floridians in spurning the grocery chain, others caution against haste pointing to the possible effect on public employees. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you integrate everything too much. Um, Publix heiress Julie Jenkins Fancinelli donated three hundred thousand to pay for the January sixth rally before the riots at the Capitol, which caused some customers to boycott the very popular grocery train. Um. Also, the uh, her name Julie Julie Jenkins Fancili donated over nine hundred and eighty thousand dollars to former President Donald Trump's twenty twenty reelection campaign and the Republican Party. Um, damn, she just funded shit all over the place. She provided the majority of the funds for the half a million rally in front of the White House. Uh, after the rally, some in the crowd mobilized and stormed the Capitol. So she, okay. Wow. All right. Um, yeah. So niggas is boycotting public. Um, are niggas justified by boy? Is is this does this sound like something that should be justifiably boycotted? I, I, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, but if you're gonna bubble, if you're gonna boycott public, you get. You gotta be careful with that because if you boycott public, then you technically shouldn't you be like boycotting like Walmart and 
McDonald's. Well, you're not supposed to eat at McDonald's anyway, but McDonald's and shit, Coca-Cola and all these other places too, because they all donated to to Donald Trump's campaign, if I'm not mistaken. Allegedly, so we don't get sued. But you can look that up. I'm pretty sure about Walmart though. <laughs> it makes them um, so I yeah. Uh, again, that's kind of people worried about the employees at Publix, which I get. There's a lot of kids that work there in high school and things of that nature, part-time jobs and stuff. But um, mm, that's that's unfortunate. Like someone tweeted, uh, apparently in Georgia, majority of the workers at Publix are black. Uh, so that doesn't really hurt. I mean, that doesn't really help. Uh, weird. I don't know. Do y'all shop at Publix in Georgia uh, in Florida? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we shop there. We shop on base, and we shop at Aldi. Okay. I'm trying to figure out the last time I went to Publix. Um, the only thing we get from Publix is like special shit, like like special meat, like um. Like a, maybe two times we've we've had like lamb chops. You'll get them from Publix, but that's that's the only time that hasn't happened in like seven months. <laughs> we don't really shop now. Kroger, we go to Kroger fucking every eight days or some shit like that. So, mm-hmm. but I'm sure I'm sure Publix is gonna say something um, about this, especially for Georgia because. Niggas, niggas, niggas love Publix. This is what it is. So we shall see. Uh, okay, anything else on Publix boycott before we get into uh, AOC's um, Instagram Live that she put up? Was that today? Yesterday. Yesterday. Anything else about Publix? Good luck. <laughs> Um, all right, so AOC uh, yesterday put up a uh, a live. She went on Instagram Live and she saved it, and um, so people could rewatch it. And it was basically her recount of um, February sixth when insurrectionists stormed the Capitol in Washington D.C. Um, for those who may want to make it seem like they don't remember that or want to forget about that but yeah and she's just she's just kind of it's 90 minutes long um and it's just her she's just telling her perspective of what happened so uh did both of you watch all of it because i watched all of it today i watched all of it i didn't watch all of it wow the disrespect you the one that put it in the group right man I, i had to work Mm-mm-mm. I I listened to a lack of podcast. It was an hour and a half. I was like, eh, fuck it. Um, and I'll, and and she's she, she's good. Like she she has the voice for um audio. I will say that. That's the longest I've ever heard her talk. I'm gonna be one hundred percent honest. <laughs> yeah, I would have That's to agree. I've never really like listened to her talk out <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Um and it, it's 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 interesting to I don't know, for me, people like this always, it always seems like because of the position they hold, there's so much 
there there's a level of tenure that they have, like a level of like seniority that they have because it's fucking it's fucking AOC, right? So I just assume like, oh, she's like older. That girl is only two years older than me and you, George. She's thirty one. Mm-hmm. She's the, like she we're basically the same people. Like even and then when you hear her talk, it makes it worse. It's like oh shit, she talks like we don't. We like we talk like. <laughs> Yeah, she talks exactly like we do. Kept saying yo and the bodega and stuff. Like, look at this. <laughs> she talks, yeah, she talks just like us. So I, that was trippy too. But um, yeah, I guess Jade, as you know, as, as a woman and woman, I guess you can go first and talk about uh, how you, how, her perspective, and what, how did it? I don't even know what the question is. Um, well, I mean, I can just kind of talk about it. I thought it was very interesting, especially considering the fact that she was pretty much saying that it started like the the awareness of it started the week before. So people Correct. knew about it. The yeah. heads of the Capitol Police knew about it happening and said that they had protocols for these people. And like the trauma that she ended up going through was just kind of hard to listen to and you could kind of tell she was still affected by it because her voice kind of cracked but it was just it was just a whole hot mess for her to basically be like yeah I was receiving text messages from other congress people on Thursday saying that I need to make sure that I'm safe on this day and then like even her recount of it leading up to that like she, she was like people were there for the rally on Monday on Monday, and that thing happened on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And it still seemed to be like no protection. She was she was like at one point she was walking to her car and like a group of them were behind her car and the only thing in between herself and them was a fence. A little yeah. hip-high fence that protects absolutely nothing. Nothing. It was kind of it was kind of hard to listen to at some points, especially kind of like the terror that she was talking about. I I just couldn't I couldn't imagine like when she said she was. For those of you guys that haven't listened, I'm gonna provide spoilers. When she said she was in the bathroom and the door opened, and she could hear the yeah. person being like, "Where are you?" Oh my god! Like I, I don't know what I would do in that moment. Yeah, I, uh, after getting through it, um, not even, like, while, when she was describing that moment of being in the bathroom, and then she actually started to go to, she went into the bathroom first, and was like, oh, shit, this isn't the best place to be, she went into her closet, and then the guy comes in, and yelling, like, where is she? No, in the closet, but the guy had already come in. Ah, okay. Okay, Okay. and then she's standing in between, like, two doors, and, and things like that, and then the the level of like I was just thinking about the level of targeting, um, and for some reason it made me think about um, Night in Miami with Malcolm X, and the the level. I don't think people understand or have ever have really felt that level of being targeted, like how scared and paranoid you can be. You 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 get when you know that people are looking to fatally harm you. I don't know. 
like I don't know if people really understand what like that emotion is like when people are actively trying to find and kill you <laughs> like that is um that 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 is that's some scary shit yo that's some that's some scary shit uh and i I definitely felt for her in, in that regard um because you that's it's hard to trust people when when you go through some shit like that and then like you said jay like they were even uh like i even have some notes on this shit like she was getting texts from the week before i mean she started off saying like the first 10 minutes she was like bro this shit was not <laughs> a surprise like we were getting text messages from a week before about this thing happening and then you know that monday leading like you said like she's 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 driving and they're they're already outside and it's Monday. It's not you know the six was on a Wednesday. And it's Monday and they're already outside. There's already a crowd. They were already there, um, and they're trying to talk to her and 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 things like that. And you know they're it, it's just it, it's it's crazy. Um, and then she talks about like the the, the police leadership um, telling telling Congress not to worry and to just. They, she, they told them they told them not to worry and to make sure that they are on the floor the uh, Congress I'm floor by 9 a.m that sounded like some setup shit that shit sounded crazy <laughs> that shit sounded so cra- I was like bro this is I'm trying to I'm trying to think of other figures in the like I can't think of I can't think of other like like super super setups like this like I, I like Martin Luther King comes to mind, you know the clicking on the phone, like getting tracked by J like I, I can't think of, like by J Edgar Hoover that demon like I, I'm trying to think of Malcolm X like I'm trying to think of other people who have been like purposely put in a position to die like they're trying to move you in a direction to die. She was even talking about once. Once she, so she's, she's in the bathroom, the guy comes in and she's with her staffer. The guy comes in, screams, where is she? Where is she? He leaves. Another guy comes in and I think it's, it's, it's supposed to be a police officer and she comes out of hiding. Kind of weird. Huh? I say, yeah, even that encounter was kind of weird. Yeah. Like she, she comes out of hiding and the guy is talking to her and her staffer and she doesn't know whether or not this guy is on her side or not. And then the, all he tells her and her staffer is to go to another building. She doesn't say the name of the building to just go to this building. And then she says, mind you, this is supposed to be an officer. She, he doesn't escort me, es- escort me to this building. He doesn't help me get to this building. He doesn't walk with us. He just tells us to go to this building. He doesn't say which room to go to. He just says, go to this building. And their trip to get to the building while people are actively trying to break into the Capitol, I mean, it's it's just, it's crazy, bro. Like, that shit, that shit is crazy. Like, it's it's crazy. Um, Fred Hampton, I think at Fred Hampton, like, I'm just trying... I don't think people really understand like how when you're targeted like that, like that's that's crazy. That's crazy. That's that's crazy. That's a different level of 
that's a different level of fear, bro. That's a that's a different level of fear, man. Um, George, from what you heard, like what what was your perspective on it? Well, I mean, it was just a you know a a terrible situation. Honestly, it was. I mean, now I understand why she was all snappy at Ted Cruz in that tweet. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, what, basically begging her to, like, telling her she needs to apologize? Oh, I don't give a fuck about the mother niggas, but. Uh, I thought he was one of them that was telling her she should apologize to, like, him and to the America, basically, for talking about this situation. And was it, was he one of the people who were like, yeah, I would, I would definitely do it again. I'm not going to apologize. Uh, I don't know. I apologize. Please, please continue. Cut you off there. I mean, not really, but you know, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was just sad. Yeah, she was talking about how she was, you know, a sexual assault survivor and stuff. Yeah, she said that was yeah. tears in her eyes too. Yeah, so. Even even that, right? Because I'm gonna be honest, uh, and it's bad on my part. Like before y'all sent it, you know, it was kind of circulating because you know she put it out yesterday, so everyone's like picking up on it this morning, and people are tweeting about it, and it's hitting all of the sites. And then all it's saying is like, uh, this is why headlines are crazy. Uh, AOC gives recount of you know experience at the Capitol, comma opens up about sexual assault. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? That, that, what? what? <laughs> so, I, I, those two things didn't go together? Or oh, I, I hope they didn't. I didn't, you know, I didn't know. Um, I'm like, okay, so, so, you know, after listening to the damn thing, I, I get, I get what she means, yo, because it is a, <laughs> it is a, it's a really good example of an abuser like just America is really it's an abusive relationship <laughs> um, the government is the is an abuser and in a, in a sense that like they're just telling her like oh get over it oh it wasn't that bad oh we need to move past this ah you didn't die like to have those comments over over and over again, it's like a it's like it's like someone who you're in a relationship with who's beating your ass every day, and then after they beat your ass, they're like, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean it." You know how I get when you you do things I don't like. You know what I'm saying? It's it's the same thing. So I I totally feel mm-hmm. her on did, that one. Did we did we talk about uh, about that situation in the NFL? Oh, uh no, no, we, we didn't. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. I know we never talked about that. I think we glanced over it, unfortunately. Not something to be glanced over, but I think we glanced over it. Uh we can. We can we can after we get get through this. Uh, just uh remind, remind 
Remind me. Um. Yeah, but between between her, you know, putting into into the context of an abuser, and that targeting, man, that 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 targeting is is different, bro. I I I, I, I don't know. That shit is that shit is crazy. I can only maybe think of two times in my life where. I could maybe even get some relation of what that feels like. And it's not even like at the same, at the same level. And I know how scared, I know how fucking scared I was. So I can't imagine every, I mean, people are actively looking for these, you know, they get into it and then you're not protected. You would think these people, it's Congress. Like you, you would think, they should be the most protected people on that particular day. And they just did not give a fuck. Um, that's crazy, bro. That's wild. And then after the fact, you find out all these people had weapons, like real weapons, and motherfuckers piping, uh, playing pipe bombs and shit. Like, it's, just, it's, just, it's nuts, man. I, I don't know how... It is amazing how they kind of just got away with that shit. Low-key, like... These niggas just kind of disappeared, went back to their normal lives, except for the, like the ones that like were really on TV OD, like the ones that were like ODing. But everyone else, like the majority of people, they just went back to work. That's it. They just went back to work, went back to being managers and executives and supervisors and business owners and shit like that. Like, man, that's. That's crazy. Now, I think another kind of crazy part of the article I read was basically saying, like, of course, this whole rally was, quote unquote, because they felt like they were cheated by the vote. But apparently a good bit of the people that were there at the rally didn't even vote. I saw that, too, man. Like, what? What are we even talking about? You were the issue. I have a quote from... uh... AOC, she said uh, on the live, uh, these folks who tell us to move on, that it's not a big deal, that we should forget what happened or what's happened, or even telling us to apologize. These are the same tactics of abusers. She's absolutely right. (laughs) This is some abusive shit, man. Man, that shit is crazy. I'll I feel for her. I really do. That shit is wild. Um, yeah. I don't want to harp on it too much. But thank God she's alive. Uh, well, one last thing. She said she has dark humor now, too. She mentioned she has, she has, she has dark humor because it's not the first time that she's, you know, someone's tried to get her killed. Thirty one years old. Um okay, so George, you wanted to gonna backtrack a little bit. You wanted to talk about that football player? I don't even know the the motherfucker's name, but yeah. I guess we can have a guy's name. No, I don't know that white man's name. Greg is on the podcast. Greg, I don't know if he paid for the uh the Seahawks. 
Seahawks. His name is Seahawks Lineman. Seahawks. We're going to skip this nigga. Seahawks abuse me. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chad Wheeler. Close enough. His name is Chad Wheeler. Okay, so here's the story. This is coming from uh, the, the Seattle Times. Um, former Seahawks backup offensive lineman Chad Wheeler pled not guilty to first-degree assault domestic violence during an arraignment Monday morning at the Regional Justice Center. Uh, in addition to the first-degree assault charge, which is a Class A fel- felony, Wheeler is also charged. Uh, was also charged uh, Wednesday with unlawful, unlawful imprisonment, domestic violence, and resisting arrest. Um, he pled not guilty to all of those charges. Uh, his next court date is his next court date is a case setting hearing scheduled for 1 p.m. February 11th. Um, and a trial date is set for April 6th at 9 a.m. Uh, he has been fitted with a GPS electronic home monitoring device. Um, and the judge has ordered him to remain in the King County area. He was accused of beating his girlfriend and strangling her into unconsciousness at the couple's uh, apartment on January 22nd. Uh, After he was arrested on the 23rd, early on the 23rd, he posted a $400,000 bail and was released from jail. So that nigga got out the next day, not even 24 hours after uh, he was arrested. Um, think see if I forgot anything in regards to like his particular situation at the moment, but uh, I think that pretty much covers enough for us to talk about it. So, uh, also, <clears throat> not only did he like strangle her and leave her unconscious, when she woke up, he was like, Oh, shit, you're still alive. I think it was sitting there eating dinner. Yeah. Yep, that was that was from her account. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Chilling. So uh probably an undertone of this, maybe not an undertone, but definitely a part of this too. Uh I hate to say it this way, but convenient or not. Um he he's bipolar, isn't he? And he forgot to take his medicine not forgot he didn't take his medicine and he had an episode his girlfriend um the victim said said this uh and it seems to not be much of a surprise to her as to how it ended up happening um he she does mention that he wasn't taking his medicine so now it's not only a domestic violence situation. It is also a mental disorder situation. And um, maybe that's why, I have no idea, but maybe that's why his lawyers probably advised him to plead not guilty under the, probably under the idea that like he was not in control of his own mind at the time. Yep. Uh, well, that's got to be an excuse on why they did something. Shit. 
Yeah. Oh, another thing. Uh, I heard this today on the radio. Um, the police gave, and one police officer gave an account. Man, I wish I had that shit. Gave an account of trying to, like, what happened when they got to the apartment and how much it took for them to actually get him down. Like, to subdue him. And to listen to that shit, like, is frustrating. <laughs> because they have, I mean, he's, they said he was six, he's six, he's six five, 300 pounds or something like that, or six seven or something. He's huge. And it took them, like, four police officers to pin him down. Even still, he wasn't able to, they weren't able to contain him. They tased him. Um, they ex- exerted every option they had except for shooting him. And two weeks ago, I believe, there was a pastor. I don't remember the state, and I don't remember the guy's name. God bless him. There was a pastor, um, and this was caught on video, who had a mental uh, lapse and snap. The police were called, and he was in his home. The police were in the driveway. He walks out of his house and um, approaches the police, and they killed him. This is a pastor. <laughs> he didn't harm anyone. He was having a mental lapse, and he was yelling, and he was out of his mind or, or something like that. He was known to have mental health issues. I believe they told them when they called them that they, people in the house was telling the guy, like, hey, he's having an episode. They, they shot him. So bring it all around. Like, this is abuse, bro. Like, this is blatant abuse. What, 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 what this place is doing to black people. Like, I, I'm telling you, yo, like, this shit is literally <laughs> abuse because you just see this type of shit and you see the comparisons of what be happening to us versus them. And it's just not the same. And we're not asking. I don't know if it's as much as we're asking for them to get treated the way that we get treated as much as it is to just be treated, us to just be treated like them. Like, don't kill the motherfucker. I'm not telling you to go kill all, you know, kill the world or whatever. I'm, it's just like, yo, just don't. If you have restraint on him, have restraint on me. That's really it. So, that shit is crazy. That, that shit is crazy. It trips me out. I heard that shit this morning. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Man, and then Rochester police out here pepper spraying nine year olds. I didn't even, I didn't watch that video because I, I, I oh man. <laughs> I, I I heard about that too. And um I think two of the police officers who were suspended are are back are are getting their pay back restored or whatever. Two of them are black apparently too. Yeah, man, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. This shit is crazy. But um, in regards to this particular issue with the football player, like, I'm trying to I'm trying to map out if this nigga's going to go to jail. Because, uh, yes, he's white, but he's also a football player. And they usually 
I don't know. I don't know if the system really gives a fuck about football players like that. Um, so, but then at the same time, because he, if, if, if they, and I'm sure they are because the man has pills, if they're able to certify that he has a mental disorder, like if he's bipolar or something like that, and then connect it to the fact that that happened, he had a mental lapse, uh, that'll be interesting. I would say as, I don't know, the state or whoever is representing the girl or however that works, um, it's his responsibility to take his pills, right? So if you know you're, if you've been diagnosed with a mental illness and you're supposed to be taking pills, if you don't have good cause as to why you stop taking those pills and then you harm someone or harm yourself, should you be accountable for, for that? You um, should. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I don't know how that's gonna work. I, it seems that seems to be the case, but I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, but he has a history of, uh, of, of I guess, domestic violence. Because honestly, when he was in college, he, I think it was like all packed. 10, pack 12. I don't know what if it was 10 or 12 back when he was in college. And I guess he was mm. what was it? He was locked in some some girl's room. Was he punching walls or some shit like that? Who punched you up in my shit punching walls, bitch? So, yeah, that's wild. So the, the signs were there. Which is why he went undrafted. Mm. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not trying to hear no mental health excuse for no white person. Fuck that noise. Because every every nigga that's born in America has some type of mental health issue. Yeah, I mean, speaking of that, I mean. Um, I mean, I heard about Salento, that shit too. Salento, um, the the dude from Georgia who who may watch me whip, watch me nene, um, that nigga has been charged with killing his cousin, and his people really put out a statement today, um, which every so often, like maybe in the last like six months, um, he's had like run-ins with like different situations but it's all been they put out a statement he's like yo he's going through he's having mental issues like he's having mental he has a, he has a he has a problem you see what i'm saying so and i only bring that up because while that is a murder 100 i get it but if again it's the same it's the same type of shit if this if you're gonna treat this guy um with 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 grace, I guess, or leniency for beating the shit out of his girlfriend. Um, and, you know, reduce whatever time he has because he has a class A felony on that. And the, the reasoning behind it is because of his mental disorder. I think the same may have to be considered if once, you know, they get doctors in and they can say, hey, look, he was on medication. He was 
Because you can't just say, I would have, I think you can't just say that type of stuff, right? You can't just say, oh, no, nah, I'm crazy. You can't just say that in court and be like, and they'd be like, all right. They, now you're like, no, nah, nigga, prove it. Like, okay, so you get the doctor's note or you get the history of the prescriptions, you get all this other stuff. Like, you, you got to show that shit, just like everything else. You know what I'm saying? So they can show that for Salento and be like, yo, this guy has been having issues. Like, he's he's been on medication on and off. He wasn't on his medication. We couldn't find him. He ended up with his cousin and something happened. And he had a mental lapse and he snapped. He killed his cousin. I I don't see where there shouldn't be leniency in that regard, too. Um, but nine times out of ten, it's not always equal anyway. But I'm just saying, like, in fairness. I know a nigga dead. That's fucked up. He killed his cousin. That's wild. That's super wild. But still, <laughs> you know, they'll find a way to just can't it. control him though. Um, you know how these white people are crazy, man. a black person kill a black person. Oh, like, oh yeah, one's dead, and then we're gonna put another one behind bar, get rid of two and one. You know. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And he and he a rapper too, so. I, uh, another example, uh, first take, uh, Max Kellerman, his mm-hmm. brother. Do y'all know that story, George? Greg? Being killed. Yeah. So, um, Max always alludes, not nah, he, he doesn't really allude to it, but he alluded to it when they were talking about this, uh, Chad Wheeler guy. And, um, he was like, look, I lost somebody very close to me due to, uh, a mental lapse that occurred and that person currently is spending a lot of time in jail. I said, didn't me. I looked it up. <laughs> I googled it and Max lost his brother to um, this guy who was like a up and coming boxer um, and he had a mental lapse in his apartment and ended up killing Max Kellerman's brother. And that nigga's in jail for 29 years. Like, so, I mean, <laughs> that sound like it, you know, just that's just one example of like, I get it. You should be getting your help in jail or maybe you get transferred to like a mental institution. I don't know, but like, Mental health is serious, obviously, but you you, you kind of gotta you still gotta be held accountable for that. So we'll see. We'll see. It will be interesting if they just drop all charges because I I I I don't think that'll happen. And he's gonna do some type of time, but I don't think it's gonna be the type of time that people. May think it'll be. He might have to do like six months probation <laughs> or some or some shit like that. There'll be some BS. Um. Anything else to talk about? Go ahead. Uh, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if we want to talk on. Uh, I mean, there's there's the whole Chloe thing. 
Uh, oh, I mean, like, yeah. really talk about that? I thought we yeah, I was like, about uh, that already. I mean, we didn't uh, talk about it. We sat yeah. there for an hour talking about it. Everybody was getting involved. Yeah, but that was—that's that, that, the risk of of talking about, you know, going into detail about things. And that was my fault. <laughs> I, I take full ownership for that. But like, that's what happens when you go through stuff already. Like, you have the paragraphs and paragraphs of stuff on these chats or whatever, and then you get to the podcast and it's like, eh, <laughs> we really have to. Do that again. <laughs> oh, you did it. But salute to her. She'll be fine. She'll be out sure. <laughs> Better bitches. Oh, wow. I thought we had to talk about this. It was not a... <laughs> a lot of girls upset, though. <laughs> a lot of girls upset. Nobody want to acknowledge that. There's a lot of women out here really upset about that girl. But, um, so. Um, Just insecure. Uh, the only thing I wanted, the only other thing I wanted to bring up, content-wise, is um, Netflix has this documentary called "Crack Cocaine: Corruption and Conspiracy," and um, it was uh, the, the the track of like watching these things in a row. So I watched, I watched Hurricane on HBO, then I watched. One Night in Miami. Then I watched uh, the Sam Cooke documentary on Netflix. And then I watched Crack. The Crack documentary on Netflix. That is a wicked combination of shit to watch. (laughs) Because um, again, the country is so fucked up (laughs) when it comes to how they treat black people. Um, But yeah, if if you want to know about the real, and Joe is in there, Joe 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 Biden is in there that. in true fashion. He's a hundred and he's hundred and twenty eight in there. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's at his seventeenth uh, presidential inauguration. He was there for uh, uh, George Bush Senior's inauguration. He was there for Ronald Reagan's inauguration. He was there for George Bush Junior's inauguration and Bill Clinton. He was there for all that shit. Um, <laughs> he, he's he's there in true fashion. And um, it's just a breakdown of, of, of crack and the history of it in this, in this country uh, and how it disproportionately destroyed the black community on purpose. Um, on purpose, because basically Fuck me. Ronald Reagan wanted to, that nigga wanted to go to, that nigga wanted to go to war with a, a, a small Central American. That sound like snowfall. A, a small country in Central Central America like called Nicaragua. I mean, shouldn't snowfall uh, slick go over? Huh? Yo, 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 yo. Loki. Snowfall's accurate. Snowfall. <laughs> hey. No. Hey. That. Hey, man. <laughs> hey. Uh, salute, salute, salute to, to that director goat, man, John Singleton, dog. Uh, rest in peace, boy. <laughs> boy, that shit is very yes. Um, you said what, George? Don't glance over it or gloss over it. Hmm? You said I, I thought you said something about not going over it. With the Nicaraguan stuff. No, I was saying that. I was like, snowfall goes over it. Like that shit. Oh, okay. It's just pretty. It's pretty. It's accurate on detailing what's happening during those times. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's definitely a feet on ground perspective. Like the shit actually happening in like real time. Um in the seventies. But uh yeah, that's just fucked up. But it's great. It's great. It's very educational. It's amazing. And then next week is gonna be this is it's 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 the this month is starting off crazy. Next week is Judah uh uh is goddamn Fred Hampton on HBO. Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, so, yeah. Also Valentine's Day. Who cares about this shit? That's next week. Also Valentine's Day. Jesus Christ. That's wild. Great. Oh, wow. you don't, you don't, don't, don't answer my... You, don't, you already know my answer. We got out for the Super Bowl, even though I'm not watching. I'm not going to lie. Um, let me tell you something. Uh, I've been on this podcast talking about not watching football or whatever. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, NFC Championship. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. What is that? What was that? The AFC? What was it? The AFC something? NFC Championship? Between that and this goddamn Super Bowl between Patrick Mahomes and fucking Tom Brady? I I'm interested. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm interested because that motherfucker Tom Brady is ridiculous at this point. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I saw a stat on House of Highlights that said that the only, there's only two athletes in the past 30 years who have been to 10 championships, and that is LeBron James and Tom fucking Brady. Um, mm, mm, and, mm, mm, mm. Wow, LeBron James <laughs> is 49 and Tom Brady is 57, and I I just don't get it, bro. Like this shit is crazy. Like <laughs> this shit is nuts. Like Man. you can't say shit like that to people that really don't know. Because I'm really sitting here like, well, I guess that explains <laughs> what is happening with his hair. It's called ageism. That's what it's called ageism. <laughs> it's called crack. I'm just that's oh, <laughs> crazy, bro. So yeah, I'm I'm interested. I don't know how I'm gonna watch it because I don't have cable. I don't know how I got cable. But um, shit, just go up to the front house. Who? Oh, do they got cable? They yeah, got yeah cable George wouldn't They connected though. Rich people connected. Damn, Damn that might be a good idea though, George. I ain't think about that. I'm gonna have to ask. I'm gonna have to ask if they they they, they, they would they would mind a little player coming over there to watch the game because um I I'm, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious about that shit because if Patrick Mahomes beats Tom Brady. Shit, if Let's go. Tom Brady beats. I mean, it's it's a legacy well, thing. Like it's either way you spin it, it's a legacy thing. Either way, fuck Tom Brady. I never cheer for a white man over a black man. He's twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, Patrick Patrick Mahomes is yes. what twenty two years old, twenty three years old. Twenty five? Oh, okay. Yeah. This is his second trip to the Super Bowl. College. Is it what? Yeah, I said football niggas got to do three years of college. They're not like uh, NBA players. It's a waste uh, of time. Okay. Good on them. Yeah. No, that's not good. It means they got to do three years working under white man, making them rich. Fuck that. Or they potentially yeah. get hurt. Like, trying to get to them dollars, nigga. I can't get my education later. Education, you know what I'm saying? You could. Shit. You get them rich. Exactly. I go back and get education yeah, after 
get my hundred million dollars in my in my lifetime. Mm. That's if I want to go back. I wonder if Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes wins this Super Bowl. I wonder if his contract is now undervalued. It's, it already is. Well, it's five hundred. It's five hundred million for ten years, right? So Brady won three and four. He ain't never got if no he fucking wins two Super Bowls in three years. A contract. Mm. Would you say, Carrot? Because George, no, George is a disrespect. It's just, it's just yeah, unnecessary. Didn't oh, wow. like. <laughs> he didn't care. <laughs> okay, look, look, Brady, Brady look, look how that beat him in the ass his last year. Like getting good players and shit, didn't he? And this nigga lost I said last year. Not, not. I said just his last year. Hey, he I had nothing out there. And he got six rings. <laughs> <laughs> he lost to that fucking. That's a good point. Lost to Eli twice. Shitty booty ass quarterback. One year he lead the league in test times. Next year he lead the shit in the sessions. <laughs> of course, fuck Pat Mahomes. So I'm assuming Greg is definitely going for Tom. Tom Brady. I I think I don't I don't know who I don't know who I'm voting for, but I'm tending to lead on lean Pat, lean into Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is like uh Pat, Pat Mahomes is like, like Steph Curry a couple years ago. I was talking man. about Steph was the best Durham in the Black league and uh, top on, two man. point guard all time, and then he lost, and they ain't never heard no shit like that again. Yeah, about Pat Mahomes, oh, he the gold. He he could potentially be the best quarterback of all time and shit. I don't never talk about the the other people he got around yeah. him, the Tyreek Hills and the Travis Kelseys and. All other weapons. I'll never say nothing about them. Well, he's, of course, the, okay, of course they don't. And they defense. need to talk about the defense, too, because Brady played like complete doo-doo ass the second half. Almost lost us the game. Yeah, straight ass. Nigga threw three interceptions back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Like, get the fuck out of here. Complete doo-doo ass, huh? I don't, I don't. I don't even know LSU yeah, players talking about, LSU except for the little, the little shit, running back on LSU Super Bowl. Kansas City. I said it. I don't know. Oh, hey, Matthew. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, what, what's that? Patrick Queen. I think Shaquille Barrett no, was no. was on LSU two years ago. I think maybe. I could be wrong. I only know I about Devin Patrick White. Football. I don't even know if Patrick. That nigga been balling. I don't even know if Patrick. He played for LSU. See, this is the thing about. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Devin White. Yeah. No, I don't cheer for no LSU. Yeah. Movies, you know. Yeah, he was on team last year. Come on now. He uh got injured. He tore his knee up. What happened to that nigga? What happened to Joe Burrow? Joe, Joe, John, Bro- what, what, dude? He was balling too. He's gonna be he rookie of the year. Where did he get drafted? The Bengals, number one overall. Well, here's the thing about Patrick Mahomes too, and this is just from like a cultural perspective. He's 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 black, uh, but I would say he's black for now, <laughs> for now, because we tend to the more successful um, these niggas call them black before he was successful. Get, the nigga um, dad was a professional. Uh, was a baseball player. 
I don't know, man. We we are real weird when it comes on to that stuff. We are. I mean, we're just the truth. Real weird. I mean, he go, he he's black, sure now, and then it's gonna be a think piece when he wins the Super Bowl. Like, is he really black? We don't even know. Like, it's all it's all it it, it never fails. It, I was talking about this shit with with Chloe. Like, it's this shit is a cycle. Like, you you can see it coming a mile away. They're gonna it's bound to happen. Like, they're gonna start talking about oh well he's only kind of half, and then he's kind of well what about that other side? Is he dating a white I mean, girl? He's he engaged to white girl. It's just like come on, bro. See, 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 see. That's I'm telling you, it's gonna ha- it's gonna happen. <laughs> but gonna Tom Brady, so, you know, we can claim white. I'll go with the mother over. over uh, he is not the, the butt. Yeah, I, I'll, oh, I'll go with the mother over, over the crackers. Come on. Man. All oh, the I'm just saying we don't. That shit don't age very well before it become, becomes a thing piece and all this other stuff because it's gonna be like. I'm sure someone's gonna be like, "Oh, y'all praising this guy for winning the Super Bowl," but just keep in mind he's married to that white bitch. And this is like, oh, I mean, at least his dad man, black, we go. black, and his dad now, not African like Obama's dad. Like, at least he, yeah. uh, you know, American black. Oh. Slavery black. You know what I'm saying? Put hairs. Put It's gonna happen. I'm just, I'm just saying. Just, I'm not leaning too much on that either because I know how that's gonna work. They're gonna find something on this boy. To be like, oh, he's such and such, and it ain't really like that. And they're gonna try to downplay him because for whatever reason, that's niggas, how we are, niggas, man. <laughs> niggas, dog, it's just niggas. Niggas is gonna niggas. figure it out. I'm telling you, he's gonna trend on Twitter. They're gonna he's gonna post one picture. I'm, it's gonna happen right after. If yeah, he wins he the Super Bowl, I'm just gonna tell you exactly what's going. I'm gonna tell you exactly what's gonna happen. He's gonna win this Super Bowl, right? Sorry, Greg. He's gonna win this Super Bowl. Super Bowl. He's his wife or his uh, fiance. They're gonna post a picture, or she gonna post some type of picture or something with them kissing under all of that confetti, all that lights. This nigga is gonna be the MVP and such and such and whatever. It's gonna trend on Twitter and trend on Instagram and all this other stuff. And then there's gonna be a couple people that are gonna be like, he ain't even gonna be. He ain't even married to a white girl in Black History Month, really. That's exact. That's that's exactly what's gonna happen. And in Black History Month, really, this black man is not going to be, he's engaged to a white woman. And this is man, he engaged to a woman that look like his mama. <laughs> Tell me, I already said, we, we just, <laughs> we just don't do well with that type of shit. That's all I'm saying. So, if I want to claim him as black, sure. But that I'm sure that has a show life at some point. He's we claim, we claim Tark was black ass when he wasn't claiming us. <laughs> He's calling himself everything on the same side of black. I'm just saying this dude is gonna not he's gonna win the Super Bowl and do nothing to deserve whatever kind of yeah, stupid man. shit people are gonna say about him. Anyway, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not gonna look if it's Tiger Woods survived being black all this time while while marrying a white a white uh strumpet and, and cheating and then being thrown to the wayside, niggas like, come on, Tiger. You finally, you finally had the black experience. Come on, nigga. That nigga's been black this whole time. Patrick Mahomes gonna be black. I mean, of course, niggas gonna hate because, well, hate is hate. I hope I'm wrong. Um, and if niggas do hate, fuck them niggas. All right. What about them hoes? Don't stop the nigga from being black. 
Haters can't validate your blackness. They're haters. No, do you need them to validate your blackness? Uh, Go Brady. Do we have anything else? <clears throat> wow. Wow, you screaming <laughs> a white man's name during Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, what you call hey? it? Uh, Biden got what? Blind got to the end of Black History Month to get niggas these two thousand dollars checks. Are we coming for the motherfucking head in the most respectful way? Not physically, but like we on that. <laughs> you, <laughs> I like how you backtrack that. That was funny. You know, I want the feds <laughs> knocking on nigga door. I want to be like favorite question out here oh. shooting out ATF and shit. Crazy. Um, I uh, I don't, I don't know if that's gonna happen. Well, <laughs> it's if, if, it's, look, if it's if none's passed by the end of the month, y'all might as well get ready for a Republican-controlled uh, Congress and a Republican president in twenty twenty-four. I'll tell you that now. What what has to happen, real quick? What what actually? Because I feel like people just assume. Well, me, I, I don't know. I just assume that this can be like an executive order, but maybe it can't be. Yeah. There's certain things that can't be executive orders or whatever. So what actually has to happen for what does he need to do him since it's all on him? Right. What does he need to do? What he to needs to do back? is go to all to every Democrat or at least to the Democrats that want to be pussies. And like, oh, I don't know if we should do this checks or however many other people should be involved or we need to cut off a certain amount. He needs to go to them bitches and be like, hey. If you don't support this shit, I will go to your motherfucking home state, go to your people and say, I'm trying to give y'all $2,000 checks. But this dickhead over here is saying no. And I will say that and say, and if he doesn't, primary his bitch ass and him the fuck out of office. I would use the bully pulpit and get my 50 Democratic uh, senators to vote yes, and the vice president to be the one, uh, the plus one, and pass it through uh, budget reconciliation. I hate to say this, but is there a possibility that there are Democrats in the Senate that actually don't want this to be passed? Well, uh, I know Joe Manchin is one of the the bitch ass boys who's saying um, they need to restrict it to just, I guess, a lower income bracket or however the money's too much. He's out here trying to be fucking fiscally conservative. That's $600 thing, in a, in a pandemic, like, that shit matters. Mm. They don't worry about that stuff when they're bailing out, like... First of all, all these niggas is millionaires. I ain't trying to have no millionaire tell me, oh, man, this... You getting $1,400. You getting $2,000 is too much, bro. Got way too much dip on your chip there, homeboy. Two thousand is a lot. Well, bitch, ain't you a millionaire? Huh? Suck my dick, man. So that's what. So that's what. One hundred and seventy-eight year old Joe Biden has to do. He has to go and. But well, isn't that a whip? Isn't that the whip's job? Is a whip a real thing? I got that from House of Cards. Is a whip a real? Yeah, that, that's 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 Coon Clyburn. He's the house whip. Which is mm, the Senate I don't have know. Work? I don't know if the Senate has a whip. I don't know. I don't know how it works in the Senate. 
Okay. Well, I don't know everything. Mm. I, don't know. I just Did know a lot. that recorded? <laughs> yeah, Jade. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Brian, you can throw some balls, man. End of the month. I bet you, I, I bet you, I bet you, I know we'll get passed by the end of the month. You know what the niggas gonna be excited about? Harry Tubman on the twenty. I bet you that go through. Uh, <laughs> bet you. <laughs> bet you that go through. Say, yeah, gonna, bet you that go that's through. That's during the draft. Say Ruben you Ball alert. You know how they do. Wait to post that one. I know they got that one in 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 the chamber, just ready to go. <laughs> it's, it's ready to go. <laughs> All right, Jade. Take us out. Okay, guys. Going for a new voice here. I hope it works. Thanks for hanging out with us. I hope you got some good information. If you've gotten the COVID vaccine, hit me up and let me know, you know, how those side effects are going. If you're, you know, sleepwalking or anything. Uh, be sure to like, follow, subscribe. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.